This, this is the Kristen and Knight podcast. Kristen and Knight podcast. Fueled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3. Looking for some clarification <laughs> as to exactly what the hell's going on with Guy Sebastian. And to oh, do that... I agree. Uh, once again, we welcome to the airwaves. Mm. Pete Ford, ladies and gentlemen... Hello, Nigel. Hello, Kristen. Well, I'm not sure I can really help you. I'm really confused by the whole Same. thing myself. Same. What's going on? Well, so what happened? There's this campaign that the major tour promoters around Australia and 400 different acts, comedy acts, music acts, all signed their name to, saying, in a 60-second ad, saying, get vaxxed, you know, get the shows happening again, Mm -hmm. no more interruptions, all pretty basic stuff. Yeah. Um, And Guy Sebastian was one of the 400 artists who put his name to it. So that's not a big deal, right? So everyone thinks that's great. And then suddenly... Guy makes it a big deal by putting up a video to announce that he's taken down the commercial from his social media feed mm. because, well, that's the, that's the thing. We don't know why. We don't know what the because was. He's a bit vague on that. Now, whether he got trolled or mm. whether he got threatened by anti-vaxxers, I'm not sure. He says he absolutely is not anti-vax. He's had both his jabs. He encourages this campaign but he just didn't want it on his own social media feed. So that's the question you've got to ask why. And whether it's on his social media feed or 900 other people's, the message remains the same, I would have thought. Well, you know? yeah, uh, that's true. But th- th- it is also a fact that a lot of people who did put it up, like Jimmy Barnes, for example, even Tom Gleeson, they put the commercial up onto their social media feed. They did get these sort of anti-vaxxer spam things going mm. and people threatening to boycott their concerts. Now, whether oh, guys good. panicked or not, I, I yeah. don't know. But, of course, now the anti-vaxxers are, are claiming guy as being, you know, their champion, and he, he absolutely isn't. Oh, God. Uh, so I, it's all very weird. I was fully expecting to wake up this morning to see Guy put up an apology for the apology. <laughs> you know, if, yeah. he, if he was angry with his people for putting it up there without his permission, then just get him to take it down. Don't make a song and dance about yeah. it. Or, or better yet, Pete, if, if you disagree with the message so wholeheartedly, then don't agree to do the campaign to begin with. Mm. Well, that's it. I mean, he says absolutely, when he rang in, to the Ray Hadley show yesterday. Oh, yeah, that was a train wreck. Yeah, well, he rang in. They didn't even chase him. He just rang in on the talkback line. And uh, he was adamant that he is all for this campaign. So it's kind of wow. like, and you know, it's a very odd thing. It's This is how weird 2021 is. Guy Sebastian's become public enemy number one in Australia. Well, yeah, I mean, wow. unfortunately, he kind of can't win now. Because no. he, he's not siding with the pro-vaxxers, really, and he's not siding with the anti-vaxxers. He's kind of just in, on an island by himself. Well, that's true. This is what happens on social media, and I've been through this in my own little way. When you do decide, oh, you haven't made up your mind or you want to keep an open mind, suddenly everyone hates you. you know? yeah. You've got to take a side and you've got to defend it, and he doesn't want to do that. What he is saying is that I would not want to be giving people medical advice if their doctors have said you shouldn't have the vax. Well, no one's saying that. No one said you should just ignore what your doctors have said. But Guy also, you know, Guy does, has given medical or health advice in the past. He does ads for those Vita gummies. So he's not to, to giving you know, <laughs> recommendations when it suits him. Oh, well, honey, when there's money exchanged. Vita gummies. <laughs> 
Oh, so true. Oh, oh Pete, thank you. As we always well, I just say. I hope yeah. his acts don't suffer. You know, his acts mm. on the grand finale of The Voice. I hope people think, oh, I'm angry with guys. So I'm not going to vote for his acts. Oh, true. Oh. I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah but that's yeah. exactly what they'll do, Pete, now that you've pointed that out. That's an yeah. excellent idea. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there you go. Uh, the, the latest on Guy mm. from Pete. Thank you so much, Pete. Have an excellent day. We'll talk to Have you soon. Bye. There you go. I just don't get it, Kristen. No, um, neither do I. I am 100%. If in case anyone's wondering, I, I, maybe you're not, but I'm 100% pro-vax. Mm. Um, I stand behind Amy Shark and say, <laughs> get a damned vaccination. But, okay, and if and you say to me, oh, I'm an anti-vaxxer and because of your stance, I'm not going to listen to your show anymore, mm. I say, good, start off. Yeah. I want you I'm, listening. Well, and I am the same. I'm pro-vaccination. I'm booked in. Um, but what I don't understand from Guy is... Yeah, why put your voice to something and then yeah. retract it? Yeah, I'll I, I put money on it that what's actually happened is he's put that up on his social media. Someone's had a go at him online yeah. and he's taken it personally and gone, oh, yeah. oh, oh, someone actually, doesn't like me. Yeah. I better apologise. Because this part I understand when Guy said, you know what, you shouldn't be getting your medical advice from artists. Like, you shouldn't be getting your medical advice from a singer. Get it oh. from a doctor. That part... I completely agree with. I mean, really? you and I said that. Well, you and I said that off the air yesterday. We were like, what Like, what person goes, oh, does Amy Shark think I should get a vaccination? Well, every every major life decision I've ever made, Kristen, <laughs> I always run it through the Amy Shark filter. <laughs> if Amy, I, I, I was kind of sitting on the fence, but yeah. if Amy Shark reckons I should get a COVID vaccination, well, hell, sign me up. Hell yeah. Sounds like the Kristen and Knight podcast. Sounds like Mix 106.3. It's perfect weather for staying home and not stealing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and speaking of such things, how's that uh, for a segue, Kristen? Please uh, mm. welcome to the airwaves once again, ACT Chief Police Officer Neil Gagan. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, all, and uh, great segue there, Nige. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. It's, a, it's always a pleasure having you on the show, Neil. Oh, it is. And I do Please love a good on. segue. Um, Neil, um, I'm sure that you've heard our poor producer Billy had his car stolen um, a week and a little bit ago. Um, my first question is crime rates in the capital. Are we seeing crime increase during lockdown? This kind of doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, Billy, Billy may think contrary, but uh, crime rates are going down slightly, as they did last mm. year with the lockdown, and I think oh. that's mainly because people are home. Mm. Um, and certainly, um, you know, we see if crime rates go up a little bit in commercial businesses because people aren't there, but pretty right. much everything else is on the way down, which is great. And uh, people staying home is what we want. Okay, Tremendous. Good. What, what are we doing wrong? Oh, look, I don't think we're doing a lot wrong, particularly even with the lockdown, we're not doing a lot wrong. I'd like, I'd like to see people keep wearing their masks. I mean, that's one thing that, you know, I know that you've had uh, the health minister on quite regularly and she, she rightly so talks about that as well. Yeah. We want people to wear their masks. We want people to, uh, you know, just listen to the health direction and do the right thing. You know, we've been doing this for a little while now and hopefully if we keep doing the right thing, we'll get to the end of the tunnel. But, uh, you know, it's, we're all in this together. We've just got to mm. keep at it. Neil, this is something that we touched on on air a few days ago, but we never really got a proper answer on it. I, I'm driving around to and from work and stuff, as in air quotes, an essential worker, apparently I am. Um, I've seen a lot of other people 
in their cars and roughly half of them are wearing masks while they're driving in their own cars just by themselves um and the rest of them are not my gut feel is if you're in the car by yourself probably not really a necessary thing what are your thoughts is there a rule about that should we be wearing no, a mask while we're driving no you're you're, you're right basically we what how we're saying is the car's an extension of your home so right. if you're in the car by yourself and you're with your own family members you don't need to wear your mask but gotcha. if you've got others in the car that aren't part of your family yep um stick your mask on but yeah i, I certainly uh I don't wear mine when I'm driving by myself, and okay. um, you're right. You do see a lot of people that do. Fair enough. Mm. Well, look, if Neil's not doing it, that's good enough for me. <laughs> uh, that's my rule. Exactly right. Yeah, Neil, yeah. Uh, there are rumours, and I obviously don't want to promote it, but uh, there, there are rumours mm. that a, uh, a freedom march is being organised uh, here in the capital. Um, what would be your advice to anyone who might be thinking of attending? Well, we might have heard those rumours as well, funny mm. enough. Mm. Um, but look, I, if we're still in the lockdown period, and I think we're, that's going to be roughly the same day we're due, at this stage due to come out, mm. um, you're, you're breaching the public health order if you turn up, yeah. because it's not a lawful reason to be together. So, and we saw some protest activity, as you're probably aware, at Parliament House and Government House while mm. Parliament was sitting, and, and we find people for attending, and indeed we arrested a couple. Yeah. So, you know... Don't do it. We, we are getting very close to actually, you know, no longer being in this position we're currently in. And events like that, as we've seen in Sydney, just make things worse. And we go backwards. Yeah. We don't want to do that. And what exactly are we, we looking to? Uh, we want a freedom from what, Kristen? From a from a government that's trying to keep us all alive? Yeah. I, I, I guess. We, is, we, yeah, yeah. That's what we want to be free from? Yeah. Well, good luck with that, everybody. Mm. Yeah. Just get, yeah. Your, get your vaccinations, wear your masks, and just stick to the rules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you want to protest, protest over a Zoom call. Yeah. Exactly right. You know, mm. what's the forty finals instead or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just shut the hell up and say thanks oh. for thanks for looking after us, everyone. Maybe that's uh, an idea. Anyway, Neil, thank you for looking after us. We'll talk to you soon. Great, thanks for having me on. Have a good day. There he goes, Neil Gaken, ladies mm. and gentlemen. Keep behaving yourselves. Keep following the road rules. Oh, hang on. Wait a minute. <sighs> That's not going to happen, is it? Hey, coming up next, Kristen, uh, the return of a segment called Let Me Blow Your Mind. Ooh. It's the movie dish. You're listening to the Kristen and Knight podcast. Mix 106.3. Awesome. You know, I used to have a program director called Jeff back in the day, Kristen, mm-hmm. and Jeff used to say to me all the time, I said, Nigel, there's nothing more important when you're on the radio than giving people currency to spend around the water cooler. And I oh, said to him, God. Jeff, what the hell are you talking about, <laughs> you crazy man? And he said, he said, every little bit of information you give people, you know, maybe a wacky fact about an artist or whatever, you're giving them currency that they can then pull out of their pocket and spend at the water cooler and impress their friends later. Right, okay. Uh, and I was like, yeah, whatever, Jeff. And then I just kind of walked out of his office and got a bit <laughs> weird. But I've never forgotten that chat. And that's why we do a segment called Let Me Blow Your Mind, Kristen. Mm. So um, would this now be currency around the kettle in the kitchen? Well, it's going to have to be, isn't it? Because there ain't because no water Because we're in coolers. lockdown? Yeah. 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 Maybe some I mean, currency to spend in the living room when you where, run into your wife. Where, where else do you gather? Yeah, at the moment, not many places. Mm. Um, but currency that you can spend nonetheless. Maybe next time when we're out of lockdown, you're having a dinner party. You yeah. Wanna, you want to impress your friends? Okay. Tell them about this stuff. Now, it's the movie edition, Kristen. Come with me when I tell you that in Forrest Gump, yep. back in 1994, there's a little girl on the school bus who mm-hmm. flatly refuses to let Forrest Gump sit next to her. I yes. don't know if you remember that Seat's scene. taken. Yeah, that kid. Yep. That kid was played by a young lady called Elizabeth Hanks. No. The daughter 
of Tom Hanks. So that was his own daughter. Oh. Saying, you can't sit here, man. <gasps> oh, wow, I never knew that. I know, right? Isn't that cool? I mean, it's not going to change your life or anything, but next time you're watching Forrest Gump, have a look at that kid. It's it's Tom Hanks' own daughter telling him he cannot sit there. How many kids does Tom Hanks have? I don't know, literally some. Okay. Uh, at least two, by the sounds mm. of it, because he's got Colin. I think, is it Colin Hanks? Is that one of his sons? I'll Google it. Yeah, and, and then Elizabeth. So there's at least two. Oh, and just such normal names, too. I know. Yeah, pay, pay attention. Um, mm. uh, what's your name? Wertho and... Um, what's that? Word? Lara Bingle. Yeah, Bingle. Yeah, that's the ones. Rocket Zot. A great name for a kid. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one more for you, Kristen. Mm. Come with me on this one. Mrs. Doubtfire. Remember that one? Oh, God. Yes. That it, everyone everyone thinks it's like this really like, ha ah, laugh out loud movie. And you and I are like, guys, it, this no. is really dark. It's the second darkest film I've ever seen in my life behind Muriel's Wedding. <laughs> but in Mrs. Doubtfire... If you remember the scene, there was a poolside bar where Mrs. Mm. Doubtfire ends up throwing pieces of fruit at Pierce Brosnan oh, and yes. going, oh, it's a drive-by fruiting, or something like that. Mm. So the bartender in that scene is Robin Williams' brother, Robert. No! And it is the one and only film that he's ever appeared in. <gasps> so what? Were they he's just on set and, in... and they need, needed someone? They're like, oh, well, Robert's here. Come on, Rob, get in. Get in. I don't know how it came about, um, but but it legitimately is his brother. But the thing is, when you look at the credits, you look mm. up who the bartender was, Yeah. Um, it, it just says... It's some other name. They've made up a random name for him. Mm. But it is, in fact, um, uh, Tom, uh, what do you call him? Uh, Robin, Robin Williams', Williams brother. brother. Oh, God. Are you okay? Oh, I just, my brain stopped working for a second there. <laughs> Forgot how to English. Right. I feel like their mum's brain stopped working as well. Like, Robert and Robin are so close together. Yeah, I know, right? Like, that's such similar names. Imagine when you're in trouble. Robin! He's like, oh, is that you or me, man? I don't know. What's, what's, we'll oh, just Rob? Pro- We'll both hide. <laughs> Probably the best advice, yeah. Just I'm, Rob. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Rob. Oh my God, which one? Sounds like the Kristen and Knight podcast. Sounds like Mix 106.3. All right, Kristen, we're back and we're talking being stuck in lockdown uh, with a nugget of gold. Mm. And by a nugget of gold, I mean a qualified hairdresser. Oh, God. A masseuse. Personal trainer, a masseuse, a mm-hmm. beauty therapist, someone who can help you out with the things that we all desperately need help with yep. after just a few weeks of lockdown. It's already gone to hell uh, when it comes to my beauty routines, Kristen. Oh, God. My hair. 100%. It's just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Karen from Weston, good morning. Good morning. Oh, Karen. Are you, are you sitting on some manner of, of gold mine in your house from a human resource standpoint in lockdown? Well, one would say so, but... He doesn't know how to use the equipment at home. He's a chef. Oh, he's a oh. chef. See, now, yeah. in, in theory, that, that seems like a very good thing. But he's, Well, he's... he would be. What do you mean, doesn't know how to use the equipment at home? Has he never seen a stove before? Well, <laughs> yeah, he has, but only at work. Right, and yeah, do you know what? I've been a commercial cook. Oh, and I, No, 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 I understand what he's talking about because everything in the commercial kitchen is bigger, mm. um, it's more powerful, it, it, it works better. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's probably used to using all yeah. that large-scale commercial oh. stuff and then you give him a little saucepan and a tiny little <laughs> burner. He's like, what the hell is this? But you know what? Work it out, <laughs> mate. <Yeah>. Work <laughs> it out. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, what what else are you going to do? Work it out. Oh, like, yeah, oh, I mean, I we've, do it. we've got time. 
Yeah, plenty of time. Plenty, oh. plenty of time. Oh, Karen, it's a double-edged sword. Stuck in lockdown with a chef, but you've got to teach him how to cook at home. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I love it. Keep up the good work and good luck oh, with it. Oh, thanks, Karen. Thanks for the call. No worries. Oh, oh I oh, love it. That was a wonderful laugh, Karen. That's the best. <laughs> Kristen, say good day to Fatima out in Harrison. Oh, hi, Fatima. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, who have you got at your place? I have a qualified painter. <gasps> oh, oh wow. See, okay. If I wanted something painted at my house, I wouldn't be able to do that right now, Fatima. I'd have to wait mm. till lockdown was over, but... Um, are you? Are well, you? I usually, yeah. Sorry. Are, are you putting them to work? Are you having something painted, something zhuzhed up at home? We have. Um, he's done all downstairs for me, repainted, and some of outside. Mm. Nice. And when he's finished the whole house, he goes back downstairs and starts again. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Lockdowns open up. All right. Oh well, yes. Yeah, okay. the fingers crossed. That's exactly what'll happen, Fatima. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. In, in the meantime, enjoy those snazzy-looking skirting boards, my dear. I will. Thank you very much. There you go. I hadn't mm. thought of that one, Kristen. Yeah, no, me either. Bit of home maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, a big shout out to anyone who's stuck with a qualified person of some sort. Yeah. Half your luck. We all hate you. Yeah. Especially oh, the hairdresser one. I've got <laughs> no, no idea how much. Be- it's the beautician one for me. Fair enough, too. That was the Kristen and Night podcast. Filled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24 7. On Mix 106.3.